0: Where does creativity fit into compliance? In more places than you think. Problem solving, accountability, communication, and connection, they all take creativity. Join your hosts, Tom Fox and Ronnie Feldman, on Creativity and Compliance, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to a special five-part podcast series that Ronnie Feldman and I have put together for Compliance Week 2019. In this podcast series, we present some different things that you can do during Compliance Week to jumpstart your compliance communications program. So in Episode 1, we debate whether Compliance Week is BS, Ronnie's position, or my position that, no, it's important and significant. We also talk about the concept of a petting zoo for compliance. In Episode 2, we talk about the use of talk shows as a way to communicate. In Episode 3, we consider contests and games you can put on. In Episode 4, we give a potpourri of other ideas which would work for you during Compliance Weekend. In Episode 5, we wrap up around education and influence and How to use Compliance Week really is a starting point for a great communication strategy throughout the year. I know you will find this useful, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Ronnie and I had a lot of fun putting it together for you. Thanks again for listening. Hello, everyone. Tom Fox and Ronnie Feldman back for Episode 2 in our five-part series celebrating Compliance Week. Ronnie, welcome back.
1: Happy to be here talking about creativity during Compliance Week.
0: Uh, you had a great idea that I wanted to ask you about, which is I'm going to characterize this as a talk show or talk shows. Why can that be such a powerful tool you find? Well,
1: yeah. So, uh, again, coming from it, from a perspective where I have a a company that's essentially has a group of comedians, artists, and entertainers at our disposal. Um, one of the things that we've done for, for companies is, um, we create an integrity themed talk show. So we're not reinventing the wheel here. We all know, uh, Stephen Colbert and Seth Myers and uh, Jimmy Fallon and the classic Letterman, Schaefer, Johnny Carson, depending on your, your age bracket. Um, there's no reason that you can't replicate that around any theme at all, because most of those shows, if you think about it, are there's an opening monologue, there's desk bits, you know, top 10 lists, but mostly they're centered around a, a facilitated interview with, uh, you know, on those shows, it's a celebrity, but in this case, it could be uh, a leader, uh, a sales leader, an ethics leader, a- any le- any leader in the company to talk about an ethical dilemma they've dealt with. So one thing that we've done in the past is you can do these as a town hall um, or as part of another meeting. Um, but for, say, it's a compliance week, you set up an hour long uh, live talk show, Um You write, uh, you have opening monologue, uh, top 10 uh, reasons that people don't speak up. And so you can kind of get a few laughs on on the bad reasons that people do things and then talk to a leader about uh, maybe you talk to your ethics officer about, you know, why you need to overcome these these fears um, why? What resources are available? Then you can throw in a little sketch, you know, a little uh, scene that highlights a problem, uh, maybe exaggerates a common problem, uh, and then talk to a, a leader about what they do to solve that problem. And basically, you can craft a variety style show in front of a live audience. You can make it fun and entertaining. I've even done it where we bring in a piano player and so you can get that Letterman Schaefer feel. You can sing a little song about the importance of speaking up. You can have a fake commercial about the hotline. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's a really fun way to draw attention to a very serious issue, but using the convention of that talk show um, feel.
0: I guess, Ronnie, here, as in all of the, uh, the ideas that we've talked about in, in Creativity and Compliance, you're only limited by your imagination.
1: Yeah. Now these things take a little bit of effort to uh, to create, but if you're if you really want to draw attention to this to this issue, let's use the entertaining conventions that we use to consume information in our everyday lives and apply it to these topics. Um, so um, I love the idea of the live town hall. Certainly, these things can be done, as I said before, in in conjunction with an existing meeting where you get forty five minutes and instead of standing there doing your PowerPoint at that leadership meeting, sales meeting, whatever it is, you create this little talk show. and then obviously you're more engaging with you. But I, I think I just jumped to your question because I would say I want to point out that these things could be done um, via video as well. These don't have to be live.
0: And that's the point I wanted to to ask you about, Ronnie, because uh, since this is a podcast, and I think our listeners know my commitment to the audio format, the audio format's only one format, as is the live format. There's a video format, and that these uh, I see uh, these types of presentations streamed on uh, multiple media sites, uh, social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, it would seem to me that these types of presentations can be communicated, uh, as we said in our last episode, to where the audience is. If it's at their desk, if it's at their iPhone, or if it's at a town hall.
1: Yeah. Well, so I love where your, you're you're headed with that. I, I'm I'm such a a fan of audio as a way to reach people who aren't sitting in front of a computer, particularly if you have a large distributed workforce, a manufacturing workforce, a retail workforce. These are people who are not always in front of a computer. Um, so you can take that exact thing we just described, a talk show, and turn it into a podcast. Now, I would argue that you have to find a way to make it interesting or fun where your general employee is, is – typically not going to choose to listen to the ethics-themed podcast. Um, However, if you add some of these other elements, like a a host personality um, that can carry the freight of the entertainment while having a guest, a leader, an ethics officer, the ombudsman, uh, employee relations, whoever it may be, um, they can just be themselves and, and Answer questions. I do love the dialogue part of it because when you make a talking head video, it's just a monologue of someone talking at you. But when you have a, a, an interview, it's a dialogue between people, so it comes across more naturally. Um, podcasts also, as you know, usually have some music associated with it—an intro music. Um, I know my company has made little jingles, little helpline jingles. So, like, there's ways to to mix in between the interviews. Um, a fake commercial, a little song, uh, a top 10 list, all these things hold up in an audio format. And so you can still do a five to seven minute interview where you get the bulk of the learning out and surround that with these little 30 to 60 second pieces of fun. And you end up with a little 10 minute training.
0: Ronnie, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time uh, on this episode, but I hope our listeners will join us for our next episode where we're going to present another idea. You want to, Uh, Tell our audience goodbye.
1: Yeah. Bye, everybody. We'll be back with another idea momentarily.
0: Thanks for joining us for this episode of Creativity and Compliance. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.